Okay, you guys heard that, right? Yeah, sounds like it was coming from right behind you. Not funny. Guys, get it together. We're trying to do a podcast here. Hey, Boos, welcome back to another episode of the Boo Busters podcast. Today, we had a special guest with us by the name of Jen Sankey from Stardust Wanderer Tarot. And we did a little interviewee, interviewer situation with her. It was a lot of fun. So much fun. And we're also going to share experiences that we had. Bobby and I both got read by her. This will be a fun little episode. You get to learn a little bit about tarot, a little bit about Jen, about what she offers, the do's and don'ts of tarot. And then you get some live personal experiences from Brooke and Bob. I've never actually personally had mine read, so you don't get anything from me. Yeah, I did do those. (laughs) Good enough. So without further ado, we're going to head on into our interview with Jen. So do you want to just give us a brief introduction to yourself and what you do? Um, my name is Jen Sankey. I um, own Stardust Wanderer Tarot. Um, I've, I'm a tarot reader, an energy worker, um, an author, and I also run the Instagram account for the Cardamancer magazine and a contributor for them. I'm in the process of creating a course about manifesting with the moon, which will be out soon. Um, I've been a practicing witch now, <clears throat> probably since I was like 14 or so, and um, kind of been doing tarot since then as well. And I'm also creating a tarot deck that is also called Stardust Wanderer Tarot. And we Ooh. are, yeah, we're about halfway, well, we'll say almost halfway through. So I got about uh, 25-ish cards right now. And so it takes a while it takes a while because yeah. there's 70 cards in a deck 79 with the, the back so i have my artist she's just trudging along making cards <laughs> so that's so, so yeah. cool yeah <clears throat> i'm super excited about it so you said you started around when you were 14 what really got you into doing tarot um, you know, I've just always been interested in it. I mean, ever just even when I was little, I was just like that weird kid that was wandering around in the woods, you know, kind of thing. And, you know, I, I was like, yeah, like I was just the one that was like trying to look for creatures that were not, you know, just animals. I was looking for fairies. I was yeah. looking for, you know, trolls. I wanted to see all of it. So it, I just kind of like went that way. I mean, I discovered them just saw what they were and i bought a deck with um, my babysitting money and Mm -hmm. really at that time you could only really go to a bookstore and Mm -hmm. buy them and then you know see i mean there was like metaphysical shops but not really anywhere that you can get to them yeah there wasn't really many decks to choose from so i just had a plain rider swift uh, rider weight smith deck and i bought it maybe babysitting money and just kind of never went back i just kept going and just learning more different things about it and then of course that turned into like all these different other modalities like i you know i do the tea leaf reading and i do i'm a reiki master and all those things so it just spiraled. <laughs> it, it just kept going. <laughs> That's great. No. You there are so many different 
cards and I get so confused. My boyfriend and I went to the Magic Moon in Saratoga a couple weeks ago. Love it there. But I'm looking, I'm like, I don't even know where to begin. There's like mini decks and then there's like huge decks. And I'm just like, how do you, how do you know? What do you? (laughs) It is very overwhelming, especially now because like, I mean, even I'm like, I'm looking over here, I'm looking because I have like like 20 decks on my desk right now. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I think when somebody's like first interested in it and learning, you do want to get a deck that's Rider Waite Smith based because that's really the base of it. You know, everything else, you know, there are a couple different systems, but most decks are based off that. And, you know, I am, you know, a lot of people or some people, I guess I should say, just say, pick up any deck and just read intuitively and that's it, which is fine. If that floats your boat, that's fine. But I really do think it's important to know the basics first and yeah even though the original um rider Waite smith deck is really ugly as hell <laughs> it is, it's really an ugly deck i mean it's like yellow and orange you're just like what's going on here actually like even you know everything in the card has a meaning even those ugly co- colors so i do really think getting to know the base meanings and stuff like that also really helps to build on your practice so that you can just be a more a confident reader and really you can pick up at that point any deck and kind of just know right away what it is and i think Mm -hmm. that really helps as well because there are some cards that kind of look the same and they can be confusing but you know once you know the base meanings of it too then you pick you know throw your intuition in it and then there you go and it does take time and i think you know a lot of people also want to know right away they just want to pick it up and be like this is it i know how to read and me you know yeah (laughs) and you know it's hard and oracle decks are great you know those are great to start with too because an oracle deck is different than a tarot deck because oracle decks usually are about i think they're like 45 to maybe 65 cards but each card is is kind of its own entity. You you pick up an oral, oracle deck, you read the card, and the meaning's right there in the book, and then that's it. Like there, you can read intuitively with it, but it's more structured. So I do, you know, that's even something too that if you want to start reading right away, that's a great way to go too, just to okay. start with those. Yeah, and and then really you, you just go and you just pick, you just see which one resonates with you. Like which one are your eyes drawn to first. Like maybe for some reason you're looking at the shelf, nothing's jumping out, but you go over there and there's like a deck that you're like, oh, this is cool. And you just keep going back to it. Then that's the one you want to get. Yeah. And then then you just really will, you know, get the feel for it. And a lot of times that's the one that you'll read the easiest to. And that's usually like okay. your to deck. So it's essentially just about following your intuition with it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's really important. And you know, intuition's like a muscle. So, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, most people don't use it or they ignore it. You know, some people have great intuition, but they just don't trust themselves enough to like, you know, just let it happen and, and go for it. But when you are doing any of these other things, tarot or, you know, the Oracle cards or any of it, you have to trust your intuition. 
And at first it can be scary because you trust it and you just go ahead and say whatever and you, and it's right. And you're like, whoa, <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> and, you know, but you got to be like, all right, yeah, you got to own it. You just own it and be like, yep, that's what I'm, that's what I'm getting. That's what it is. Because, because most times it's right, you know, and yeah. I think that's mm -hmm. a, what holds a lot of people back as well is they don't trust it. And the more you use it, the better it gets. It's, it's definitely something that, um, uh, I do, I do tell that to a lot of people, they just need to, you know, you just got to jump into it and not worry so much about it. And if you're, you know, you know, like you said, you want to learn the cards and stuff like that and learning the base meanings and that's fine, but you can still be working your intuition as you're doing that as well. And it's really great to relate the cards to situations in your life. Mm -hmm. And then, so when you pull them for someone else, you'll, you can just be like, oh yeah, I remember something like that happened to me. That's what this card reminds me of. And then you kind of relate that and add whatever else your intuition throws in. And it will usually resonate with the person and it helps you to remember and retain the cards too. Mm -hmm. So that helps a lot. Nice. What would you say are some do's and don'ts of practicing? I think this is something that we're oh, all curious a, about. Yes, very curious. <laughs> well, you know, it's it's it could be touchy because it all really comes down to what resonates with you, mm -hmm. right? So first and foremost, that's what's most important. And, you know, the big don't I think I have is don't tell other people what to do and don't tell them what they're doing is wrong. Mm -hmm. um, because you will get, you know, I like to call them spiritual Karens. <laughs> 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 That's my name for them. <laughs> so yeah, and they, you know, they'll be like, well, you have to learn it this way and you have to do it this way. and. And that's, it's such, it's such a buzzkill. And then again, that's squashing your intuition. Mm -hmm. It's not telling you to trust yourself. And that's why, you know, that's like what I was even just saying, you know, it, it's really good idea to learn the base meanings and stuff like that, because I just feel as someone who has taught people tarot before, it, I feel that it just helps give you a really great base. But I mean, if, if you're like, I'm not dealing with any of that, then you know what, you do it, you do it your own way. And you just you do it the way it works for you. You know, most times you will come around at some point and learn the base things because it just, you know, it, it's like anything, it, it's always great to have that base. I think as far as don't, um, I think when you start to read for other people too, you know, I would definitely start reading for yourself first, pulling a card a day, yeah, that was going to be something else I was going to ask. Like, yeah, if you yourself yeah, you, if that's not allowed. Oh, no, I, it's totally loud. <laughs> totally. You know, there's really nothing not allowed. You mm -hmm. know, that's the thing. Like, that's, you know, people will also say a very, very old school thing is you can't buy your own deck. Yeah. That's you what I've are, heard. Yes, you most certainly can. And I would not have be I would not be a reader right now if I didn't buy my own deck. Mm. You know, that was something that was like way 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 back when when you know, when it was something that was in everybody's house and you know, your mom did it, your grandma did it, your uncle did it, you know. And so there was a, you're going to get gifted a deck at that point, you know. And and so that was just something that got passed along the generations whereas now it's not like that you know it it's not like the norm you know i mean it's definitely yeah. extreme but it, it isn't what so you definitely can buy your own deck if someone gives you deck deck that's fantastic great but it's not necessary not another really. thing i've heard is that 
you're not allowed to let other people touch your deck. Is that true? That's a personal preference, really. Okay. That's really a personal preference. Me, I don't, I don't really, it doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, most people, if you're reading for other people, they're afraid to touch it anyway. Yeah. And, you know, so I'll be like, no, it's okay. You know, some people, <laughs> some people like you to touch the deck to put your energy into it. They like you to tap the deck or they may even have you shuffle it and give it back. So your energy is infused to the deck. It, it's really a preference thing. It depends okay. on the reader and it depends on how they feel they read best as far as getting energy. I, you know, if somebody wants to look at a card or something like that, I have no no problem with that. Yeah. And honestly, if you have a, a little chunk of selenite, a crystal selenite, it recharges everything. Mm-hmm. And you can just pop it right on top of your deck when you're done and totally cleanse it and that's it and you're done. Mm. You know, so that is just definitely an easy way. And, you know, I recommend trying a couple different ways and seeing what works for you and then go with that, you know, but definitely try a few ways first just to see, you know, I think that's really important too. back to pulling a card a day. I think that's a really important practice when people are just starting. So it's and it's super easy. You can do it in the morning. You can do it at night, you know, um, whenever you want. And you just pull a card and have a journal, notebook, whatever, look at the card, you know, and just really just what feelings are you getting from it? What are the images that pop out at you first? Write those down, you know, and write down how you like what you think the card means. Like what what message are you getting from that card? Like what's that first thing that pops in your head? That's your intuition and that's what you listen to. It's that first thing that pops into your head because, you know, after a minute or two, then you start re overthinking it, right? Mm. That's not your intuitive intuition Mm. anymore. That's you just overthinking it. So, (laughs) you know, that's, yeah, that's, that's not at that point, it's like a wash. So it's those first initial things that pop in your head. So you write them down. And then I will usually tell people grab the book and see what the book meaning says. Mm -hmm. And, you know, write that underneath it and then see how you can relate it to each other. Because then that, like I said, that will help you remember the cards and really, um, you know, and you can go through every single one and see how you feel about them. And then, you know, people just, there's people that just do that continually because, you know, as you work that intuition, as you get used to the card, you get used to the images and stuff like that, it's going to change, it's going to change a little bit. You know what I mean? So, cause I know, you know, like one card I may have thought, you know, I felt thought uh, meant this at 14 now probably means something a little d- different because I've just been going along for so long and, yeah. and you just new things pop up for you. And, you know, for me too, if, when I'm reading for other people, little pictures out of the card will usually pop out like a butterfly or a color. And that's something, if that pops out at you, you definitely say it right away. Mm-hmm. I didn't for a long time and I, I didn't really... I'm like, oh, that's weird. Who cares about the butterfly or whatever? But, you know, finally I started just saying it because it was getting so strong, like, and then it wouldn't go away. So I'm like, all right, fine. And I'd be like, all right, well, I'm seeing this butterfly. And they're like, oh, my grandma always said she'd come back and visit me as a butterfly. And it might've been a message about, you know, taking care of yourself or something. And then that butterfly, so that resonated with that person. To Mm -hmm. me, it didn't mean anything, but to that person it did, or a, a color. You know, maybe the color blue is popping up for some reason. And I'm like, listen, hey, you know, does blue mean anything to you? Is that a color, you know, and they'll be, oh, that's the color I use when, you know, I'm feeling, you know, down or something. So 
maybe that message is geared more towards that situation and it will kind of guide you and then you just kind of go on this little weaving road after a while and then before you know it you have this whole reading come out and you know most of the time i don't even know what's going on i'm just talking <laughs> and i'm just following the, i'm just going along following you know and people will come back you know i'll see people and they're like oh remember that reading i had and blah blah, blah this happened this happened and i'm like oh sorry no I don't always remember unless it's recorded i don't always remember what i'm saying because i don't i just kind of like channel it i don't you know it's not coming from me personally mm -hmm. so you know, I think that's something that's really important too. And, you know, I think people need to, you know, realize that it's not going to, it's not going to tell you're going to die. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I've had so many people that are like, are you going to tell me I'm going to die? And I'm like, no. <laughs> I do not want that job. Yeah. <laughs> Pull that to the Grim Reaper. I'm not going to determine that. All right. I don't get the cool, the cool cloak or anything. So I'm not doing that job. <laughs> <laughs> That's not for me. Thanks. <laughs> so, yeah, I think I think those are the pretty like the big ones that I can think of that people will really, you know, ask about. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there is also a lot of people, too, that I know that are in structured religions that read tarot. You know, there's people you know, you're no, you don't necessarily have to be a witch to read tarot. There are people that are, you know, I've known Catholic people that do it. I've known Christians and stuff like that. So, you know, I think too, that keeps people from reading and they shouldn't be held back by that. They, mm -hmm. they should just learn it because they'll see it in a different way. And they may tap in, because if you think about it too, actually the cards are very religious. There's a lot of, you know, Jewish um, and Catholic mm -hmm. symbolism in them, mm -hmm. tons. Like it's amazing. So that's something to think about too. So you, if you're, you know, you don't have to be a witch. You don't have to be, you know, like a spooky person to do it, but yeah. <laughs> you know, don't be afraid to dive in. And there's cards actually, you know, because there's so many different cards now, there are cards that are tailored to that. There's some that are very heavy on the religious like symbolism and stuff like that too. So somebody like that may resonate with that. Like me, probably not gonna resonate with that. But somebody else might. <laughs> and that's, you know what? And that's fine. So, you know, whatever. Like I said, whatever floats your boat, really. Yeah. It's good. It's all good. Um, speaking about the different cards, can you tell us about different tarot decks and what they do and what their differences are? Sure. Um, yeah, there's, um, there's a couple different, you know, I, I guess kind of avenues of tarot there's the regular tarot deck which you have is the you know like i said both mostly based off the rider waite smith mm -hmm. so you know those are those cards you can pick up and you'll know if you know that system you can look at them right away and know no matter what the art is you'll know that that's for that system so and that's the one that's the most popular that's the one that most people know there's also uh lenormand um, and a Lenormand deck is a, they're a lot smaller. They're like small cards, they're numbered. And those are, you know, there's, uh, there's people in them specific. There's like a man, woman, child or whatever. And those are more for every day. Like or those are more for like quick readings, like a yes or no. Mm -hmm. um, because that will have like 
a picture of like a sail or a rose or you know and those all have different meanings but it's very it's more it's a blunt reading it's it's something that if you really wanted to dive into it you'd have to you pull like a grand tableau and that's like 50 cards like that's like a whole night right there <laughs> like you're just you're grabbing a glass of wine and you're just going through writing notes the whole time so that one's a little bit more a little bit more complicated the toth system is based off alistair crowley and all of that so that is um that one is is more i think is heavier on the religious symbolism and it is the in the deck it's close to the rider weight smith it's it's similar but the um minor arcana which are like the everyday things in the deck they usually just have symbols on them they don't have like a full picture like the rider weight smith would so that's it's a little bit I feel like though that's like a little bit more serious of a system like that's yeah. for people who really like that you know that religious background part of it and they really want to like dive into the deep meanings of everything like that's a good system to use so and then you kind of have the decks that are just you know i call them rogue decks and it's just people that kind of mash both of those two systems together the the rider weight and the toth and so those have like the art is just really whatever that person you know that you know that created the deck is feeling what it means and that's they're definitely more advanced and those i think are definitely more intuitive than anything unless you really are st studying the book and they they're a little bit i think that those i don't know i feel like those are more for personal study i think people use them for readings but i probably wouldn't because by the time I get done explaining the one card, it's going to be like two hours later. <laughs> and we're, I mean, we're, we didn't really get anywhere because we're still talking about this card. Like there's just so much like going on with it. So, so I mean, I think those are pretty much the basic systems, you know, the kind of the basic ones that most people mm -hmm. know about. I mean, you can get into there's gypsy cards and kipper cards, which is like a German, um, system that's related that's kind of like tarot and the lenormand together um the gypsy cards are kind of their own thing and that's based off playing cards which you can read tarot with playing cards i have done that before but the gypsies the gypsy cards are a little bit different I'm trying to think what else there are there's so many there's so many yeah there really but, is uh, there really is there's so many and they're you know they're so different from each other, but they're all really cool. And I, and I always, I love the history of it too. And I love like how, how it all like came about. So that's something I'm, that's why I'm just always, always searching and always looking. And I think too, when you're doing any of these things, you got to realize that you're never going to know it all. And you're always going to be learning. And, you know, it's like the minute you, you think, you know, it all, then you're really, you know, nothing, you know, that's what I always say. Like, I've always say, like, you know, I've had people even that I've been teaching come in. Oh yeah. Well, I studied this and I did this and I did that. And, and I'm like, yeah, how about, okay, well, let's look at these cards. Well, what if it means this isn't this instead of that? And they're like, what? And I'm like, mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like that. that would be the fun of it though. <laughs> yeah. every that part's you know, when you get the you know, the know it alls, you're like, Well, how about we look at it this way? Because there is so many different ways, but I mm. you know, you just gotta just keep learning. It's like astrology, it's like never ending. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it really is. It really is. But it's fun and I do, you know, I I, I do love it and it's just, you know, it's my something I'm doing I do every day for years and years. So kind yeah. of part of it at this point. 
You can totally tell you love it too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't think so, right? <laughs> it or anything. <laughs> Plastered all over my Instagram. <laughs> but, <yeah. laughs> no, it's good. I do. I enjoy it. So what would you say is your favorite deck to read? <sighs> well, mine when it comes out. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, that's a fair answer. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, you know, it changes every day. I have a very vast collection, we'll say. So it does always change which ones I'm reading. I mean, I usually stick to the Rider Waite Smith because, like mm-hmm. I said, that's the one that's just most popular. Um, I do, I will, I use Oracle cards, but I will use them in addition to a tower reading most times, unless I'm just pulling for like, you know, like if I'm posting and I just pull a one quick or something like that. When I do my weekly lives over at the magazine, I'll pull a card for each sign of the Zodiac and an Oracle card too, just to kind of a little extra insight. So that's something that I'll use Oracle cards for more, but it's usually writers wait some, and it, you know, honestly, it's whichever one's on my desk and I grab. <laughs> like that is pretty much where it's at. Cause I, I have a couple hundred decks. So yeah. um, I will just kind of grab some. And then after I'm done, I put them back on the shelf, grab a couple more, you know, and just whatever one's come mail. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how it happens. <laughs> I disappear. So that's all right. I accept them all. <laughs> I'm not picky. <laughs> to backtrack a little bit, how would you describe tarot and what other soft services do you offer? Uh, I would describe it just really as extra insight and i feel like it's more it's a deeper insight because it's again that intuitive part to it Mm -hmm. and a lot of times when i'm reading for somebody it's kind of like something obviously they already know but this is kind of giving you you know a different take on it or maybe a different way to look at it and yeah, a lot of time, you know, that will help that person also kind of move along in the situation because they're seeing it from a different point of view. And when people, you know, hear someone else talking about it and hear them saying like, yeah, you know, looks like, you know, maybe you're stuck in the situation and I'm pulling this card and it really seems like me, you're stuck in your head. Like, what can you do to change that? So it winds up almost being like a life coaching type thing in a way too, because you can really steer it in a direction and, and, you know, this person, like I said, they had something going on or they're stuck in their head about a situation. So let's pull some cards on that situation. Mm -hmm. Like, what do you think? Like, all right, well, this option, you have this option, this option, and this option, like which one right away is calling to you? Maybe that's the one you need to go with. And they'd be like, yeah, that's the one I was, I want, really wanted to do, but I just wasn't sure. So it kind of, it brings that clarity. It just brings that extra, you know, just the extra push sometimes even to, to go for it. Or the cards can call you out. They can definitely do that too. And, you know, you can be like, all right, well, you know, it looks like you're not being honest here. Like, are you not being honest to yourself? Are you not being honest to someone else? And, you know, some people don't like that so much, but mm-hmm. it gets them thinking. And they're like, all right, crap. Like, 
This is keeping me from moving forward. So now I need to deal with it. Mm-hmm. So I think that's really, that's why I like it. Cause I just like the, the part of like helping people and helping right. them and helping them see it from a different point of view and maybe giving them some, some insight or ideas of how they can kind of get through some stuff because we do get stuck. And also, you know, I do <clears throat> like doing stuff for like, like ancestral things and stuff like, you know, all that. And that really will open up a whole nother can of worms because <laughs> there may think be things from their past that are holding them back. So, okay, well, why don't we give that a little bit of attention so we can work on it to move past it, like clear that clutter out so you have more room to bring in what you want, you know? Mm-hmm. And then that even just goes right into like manifesting and stuff like that. It just, you can do that too. Because you're like, well, I'm really trying to get a new house and I saved my money and I refinance and I did all that, but nothing's working. And you really start pulling some cards and it's like, oh, well, you know what? Is it you? Like, you know, it might be you. Like, are you holding yourself back? Because maybe you don't think you deserve it. You know, maybe someone down the line told you that you weren't good enough to own your own house. And, and then all of a sudden that will really open things, you know, and they're like, oh my God, that's right. You know, my great uncle Joe always said that I was never going to amount to anything. And it brings that up and you gotta, you gotta give that attention or else it just keeps you, it blocks you, you know, and it's like just clearing those blocks out too. So you, there's just so many different ways you can go with it. And I, I really like that too, cause you can just adapt it to the situation and the person and what they're trying to achieve. So that's, you know, that's a really big thing that I do enjoy helping people with. So I, you know, I am a Reiki master. I do crystal healing. I do some spiritual business coaching. I'm a part of a group. I help them with that. I do teaching. What else do I do? Like I said, I'm an author. I do write for the magazine and um, I help them out over there. So, and that's at the Cartomancer magazine. So, and like I said, I do a weekly live over there as well. So, yeah, I mean, I think, it, I don't know, I do so many things. Like, I don't even know. <laughs> I do meditating, I know that. Um, yeah, so I also do candle spells. Um, I, I work a lot with candle spells. I do candle spells for people. Yeah, just based on different intentions. So what I will do is I'll get the intention of the person or what it, whatever they want to um, trying to achieve. So I, I will pick some candles intuitively based on the cut, the color because each color has meaning. So, you know, you have green, obviously green's money. You know, that's pretty clear. Everyone knows that one. And orange is creativity. Um, yellow, maybe intuition. White is just great for, that's kind of like a good all around candle. Like if people want to light a candle and they don't have a specific color, you can always use white. It's like, it's like having a clear quartz. It's good for anything. You know, it's the all around use one. And then I'll just pick some different herbs that will kind of go along with the candle and the intention and oil and um, put oil on the candle and the herbs. And then I'll usually set it up like kind of in a crystal grid and we, and I'll set it and then, you know, activate it, whatever. We light the candles, I let them burn and then I read the wax. So I will read the wax depending, you know, on which, whatever candle means. So if it's one for money, I'll read that candle wax and see maybe what, what blocks there may be in the money with money or what they can do to move forward or any messages that maybe their guides have for them regarding that. So I will do those for people. I have one coming up actually I have to do is a, um, for a wedding. 
she's getting married so she wanted to just kind of do like a like a candle spell just for like to kind of bless the marriage and stuff like that. So I have like figure candles too. So I have a, yeah. you know, the figure candles and then I'll dress them and get her intentions and then um, light them and then read the wax and just talk about what I'm seeing in that, you know, in the mm -hmm. wax with that. And that's, you know, with both their energy and then, you know, we can kind of come up, all right, well, maybe, you know, this is something you need to work on. You know, maybe, you know, this part is really good right now and, you know, go from there. So that's, that's so I'm cool. Doing. Yeah, that is so cool. So are you based out of upstate New York? Like, where do you central yourself? Yeah, I'm upstate. I'm in okay. Queensbury, New York. I'm in upstate New York. I will usually, if for readings, I'll usually do them on Zoom, you know, mm -hmm. just because of the last year or whatever, you know. Right. Um, but <laughs> a lot of, you know, all that nonsense. So... <laughs> I mean, I'll meet people, I'll do parties for people. I'll go to their, you know, I'll usually meet people at places too. Mm -hmm. You know, like I've got people coffee shops at just at the park or whatever, you know, and stuff like that. I, you know, I don't have, I actually almost bought, I, well, we own a family business and we mm -hmm. had a building there and I was going to renovate it and just have it for my stuff. But mm -hmm. when all of the nonsense hit, it just wasn't worth it. I was just like, you know, yeah. what, just keep it open, whatever. And I'm like, you know what? So I let my friend is is uh, renting it. She's a barber and stuff and she mm -hmm. does yoga. So she's doing she's renting it out there. But, you know, when things really open up again, I may just use some use space over there just to have people come to do readings and stuff. But. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's so cool. For the most part, yeah, you know, everything's online now, so much of it, and it's just mm -hmm. easier for a lot of people. So, I know, right? think you did my tarot party the day before everything shut down. I think so too. At you the know, body I bar, yeah. That, yeah, I was thinking <laughs> that. I think it was like it was literally like the day before. Oh, you literally crazy, right. <laughs> Who knew you got in just in time? Literally. <laughs> I know. Really. So crazy. It really is. It's so crazy. And, you know, I think especially now since, you know, we got COVID and all that stuff going on, so many people now are becoming more interested in tarot and learning it right. and all of that. And I, you know, it, it's hard too because, you know, you learn it and you're like, oh, I just want to go do readings for everybody. And, and, you know, but there are a lot of readers out there. And yeah. I think, you know, it's really important when you're choosing a reader to kind of, you know, if they have anybody, you know, references and stuff like that, and really just check their social media too. And really mm -hmm. see like if they have a presence, like, and, and they don't have to have a like a following, but a presence. Like you mm -hmm. see they're on there talking about tarot or they even just posting about cards or stuff like that. And really, it, and also too, if they're not trying to charge you a crazy amount of money mm -hmm. and, they are and they don't want it up front like i'll ask for a deposit mostly yeah. just because i don't want people wasting my time and people mm -hmm. will they'll, they'll they'll book it and then they forget or they just don't feel like it and then they just like don't you know yeah. and i'm really big on people's time because you know we can't get that that's one thing we can't get back <laughs> we can't get time back but there are people that oh, all right well you know forward me 200 dollars or whatever or anyone dms you anyone messages you and this has been so bad on instagram lately like i've even had a couple of imposter accounts pop up for me oh. and it's like, yeah oh my gosh and i get so annoyed and like people i know will be like did you message me and ask me if i want a reading i'm like have i ever done that before 
No. Yeah. Why would I start doing that now? <laughs> like, I'm not that hard up for money. I'm like, I would probably call you or text you. I probably wouldn't just hit you up with some random weird yeah. DM that's spelled wrong. And so that is something definitely pay attention to. Anybody messages you and says, oh, I feel, you know, I had the urge to message you because I feel like there's a spirit looming over you. Like there's something, do not pay attention to that. No, there's no lurking things hanging over you. There's no spells and you know, nobody's gonna, you don't have to pay anybody $200 to get the bad entity off of you. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a thing, but you, you'd be amazed how many people fall for it. You'd be amazed, yeah. amazed. And, you know, and there's a couple of people, even I know that around here, they're like, oh, yeah, this this woman, I went to this woman, Saratoga, this woman, Saratoga, I don't remember her name. Oh, yeah, she said that I needed to do this, this, and this. I had an entity on me and whatever, whatever. And it's like $200 and then come back in a month and we'll see if it's gone. Well, I mean, come on, it's never going to be gone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she knows that you're going to go there every every month and be, and you're gonna be like, oh, no, it's still there, you know? So, <laughs> definitely, again, though, pay attention to your intuition. If yeah. it feels yeah. yucky, it's yucky. <laughs> that is definite. And it actually just made me think of something else, too. There are a lot of fake tarot decks. So okay. that is something to definitely pay attention to. No deck that is legit will have a QR code for the guidebook. So okay. right away, that is something to pay attention to. Really be careful. You have to be careful on, on eBay. Don't ever buy decks from like Wish or any of those types of sites because yeah. you can't go on there. And and believe me, if you get it, once you get it, you're like, okay, this isn't real. Mm -hmm. um, because they're just mis... They basically will copy it. And that's why they can only give you the QR code is because they basically like photocopy the, the guidebook and mm. put it on a file and that's how you get it. And those oh my are, gosh. yeah. And um, even some on Etsy. Yeah. Um, usually it's shops that sell on Etsy and eBay that sell a ton of uh, different decks all at once mm -hmm. because they're getting some bulk order from China or something and they're all, they're no good. <laughs> and those have no good energy in them and you don't want them. You know, that's something to watch in Walmart. You can buy decks from Walmart, yeah. they're not real. So that's some definitely pay attention to, you know, for indie decks, the creator's website or their um, Etsy shop is where to go. And even on Amazon, just be careful. Just mm -hmm. pay attention and really look like where they're coming from mm -hmm. and like who they're coming from, because that is something that's been popping up terribly lately. Like, oh, it's mm -hmm. so bad. It's so bad. And, and you know, especially the indie creators, they're not getting paid for that, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. No, and for me too, for me, it's an energetic thing. You know, you're not getting that person's, the energy they put into the deck. Mm -hmm. And it's like, why bother at that point? Like you're just, it's like yeah. really cheating. And, you know, I think we need to really, a lot of people just, you just need to be vigilant on it because it's just becoming such a problem right now, mm -hmm. you know, and that just, it kind of hurts everybody in the long run too. Yeah. yeah. That you know. stinks that people yeah. are like doing yeah. that stuff. It is. It so does. would you like, where would you recommend getting that stuff from like metaphysical shops and stuff? Yeah. The medical, you know, metaphysical shops definitely are usually good. I mean, you can get some Barnes and Noble and stuff like that. Um, I was going to mention that yeah. because I've yeah. seen Barnes and Noble like expanded their section recently. Yeah. Like, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They did. But then they, then they, they shortened it 
and mm-hmm. I I don't like which okay which way are you going here people but yeah, <laughs> they, those are legit um like I said the creators sites their websites you can go to the publishers websites you can go to US games Llewellyn you know any of those Amazon does have legit decks and a lot of times if you just look to see who it's from then you can see because like I know Llewellyn US game they all sell decks on Amazon as well and you can tell when you when you're scrolling through and really too if if you see a deck like you like and and maybe it's like 30 bucks but then you find it on another site and it's 10 it's not good (laughs) it's not a real deck so (laughs) it's like yeah think about that for a minute like people like oh my gosh i got this great deal on the deck i'm like well was it a sale no it just was ten dollars i'm like (laughs) you didn't think that one through it's the same person who's buying you know buying the from lady whoever getting the entity off their back you know like hey you know maybe i like this entity here you know it helps me out so don't be so judgy right (laughs) but yeah so that's usually those are the you know usually you're pretty good with that but usually if it's super cheap and they sell a lot of decks on the site and a qr code right away Mm -hmm. no good those are no good going back to the deck that you're creating do you have a like a timeline of when it'll be done and are you going to just like put it for sale on your website are you going to sell through amazon how will it be available hoping next year it should be totally done okay it is what i'm going to i think i'm going to kickstart it do a kickstarter for it mm-hmm. which is also another great place to find decks on um from indie creators it's awesome so my hope is i'm planning on doing a kickstarter publishing it myself and and hoping it gets picked up by a different public like a one of the bigger pub- publishers yeah so that will be coming out i also on my instagram stardust wanderer tarot i have a link where you can sign up for the kickstarter alert so once i oh, get the okay. kickstarter going you can i will be sending you know emails out to everyone because when you do a kickstarter um it only can be open for like six months yeah so you know i'm not there yet so i'm just collecting emails right now just so i can just blast it out to everyone so they all know when it's ready but um yeah no i'm super excited about it it's definitely um you know it is writer waits me smith based but it's it's a very it's kind of more of like a story deck on um, mm-hmm. the fool in the deck, which is that's the zero card, the first card of the deck. Her name's Mina and she is a space pirate and um, demigoddess. Ooh, I'm so, sold. Yeah. I'm there. <laughs> right, Bobby? Right. So it's very, yeah, it's very, I guess it's it's got a lot of like, comic graphic novel flavor to it so it's got space it's a very galaxy like a, the backgrounds are all different like galaxy backgrounds it's oh, I love very that. space pirate like steampunk steampunk space pirate kind of thing going on and and then i have like there's gods and goddesses going on that's how she finds out she's a demigoddess you know uh there's all the pirates that i have in the deck are actually like real pirates so i did a lot of pirate research (laughs) i know so much about pirates right now (laughs) (laughs) and you know and you know if you ever saw like treasure planet like the disney treasure planet Mm -hmm. it's kind of like that vibe Mm -hmm. You know, okay. so it's it's definitely it's it's definitely very it's very different and it's you know it's funny because it 
it wasn't going in that direction when I first started it. And then I kind of realized what a like sci-fi geek I was. And I'm like, <laughs> damn, I didn't know that. Okay, here we go. And it just kind of like wrote itself. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I kind of, I got my, my blog on my website is going and I'm, you know, I have a post from Mina. So I have, I'm going to just kind of start the story with her and, and just her going into it and, have her talk about like her story about the whole thing. And because when you in tarot, the major arcana, the first like 22 cards are kind of the big life event cards. And if you lay them all out, you can actually build a story on them and they call it the fool's journey, which is also a great way to learn the cards. So it's kind of start, it's Mina's journey through the cards and all the people she meets, all of the, you know, things that happen and how she deals with them and stuff like that. So as you're going through the cards, you know, you're learning the cards and then also you're ha- you have the story behind it. And not all decks have stories, um, but mine's definitely more like a story deck because like I said, it kind of, it really, it can be its own graphic novel. Maybe it's somewhere down the line, along the lines, down the road that may happen because somebody actually asked me about that already. Um, the first two cards, I did release two cards. They are on my Instagram in my mm-hmm. highlight section and you can see them. So you can see those, the fool and the magician. Okay. So um, the fool is Mina. And then the magician card is um, actually her magical three-eyed raven and his name is Poe. <laughs> it's like you know i had to throw that in there (laughs) and he actually he also is the like her her like magical mentor like he teaches her magic and he's with her all the time and helps her through this you know through the story so yeah i'm really excited to to kind of get it all going get it out there and stuff like that and really start writing it too i still have i have to start really i have it like the the bones of the book out you know the guidebook but i gotta start getting that going at some point <laughs> well, well, i'm guy, super I'm excited for you yeah. yeah it sounds like you're killing Don't it wait for it <laughs> I'm trying. Uh, and it you know and it's already no you're not trying you are yeah. doing it's been already two years and think about it i have another year to go it takes it does take like yeah. Three, four years to create a tarot deck. It's a lot of work. And, you know, I, I don't think people like realize how long it right. takes. And just mm-hmm. even the art, it's like 78 pieces of art. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's what I'm hitting. She's drawing like my artist. Her name's Carol Phillips. And, you know, she's super awesome. And she draws a lot of sci-fi stuff. And then mm-hmm. and as soon as I saw her, I was like, you are it. <laughs> <laughs> Please draw my cards. So she lives in Oregon. And um, yeah, so she's been, she'll do a couple cards. She does probably two to three cards a month. Mm-hmm. That's okay. how long it takes to do. It takes yeah. a lot. It's a lot of detail. And in these cards, there's a lot of detail, which is my yeah. fault. But, you know, it's just, that's just how my brain works. So it's just <laughs> cool, you know. So I have to write out, I had to write out, you know, all 78 de- descriptions. Mm-hmm. And every single description, like every single detail in the card is what I wrote and what, how I saw it and it's so cool to see it drawn out you know right. like you you know yeah. you have a picture of something in your head and you're like all right yeah but then she like she takes everything like my brain spits out and actually makes it look pretty <laughs> and it's so it that is like that is really cool to see it is really cool to see and awesome. you know 
you know, she's having a lot of fun with it too. She's loving yeah. it. I mean, we totally vibe great together and, you know, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to just share it with everyone and, and get it out there. Yeah. That's great. It'll be so rewarding when it's finally out. Mm -hmm. oh, I actually have a proposal. I have another deck that I'm kind of working on. Like I'm slowly getting in this one. Mm -hmm. This one has cats in it. This is all about cats. So um, <laughs> in the forest. So I have that one going, but that's, that's still a baby project. And that would be another three years down the line. So we'll, I'll let you know when that one's going, but just for now, because <laughs> I just keep punishing myself with this. Like, oh no, no short, quick things. Let's take projects that take like three or four years. Why not? Why not? <laughs> I think that was all the questions we had for you. Cause I know our time is winding down, yeah. but thank you so much for chatting with us. I know I personally learned a lot. I've never really yeah, I did delved too. into tarot or hey, learning I about it. That. No, that's awesome. It. No, thanks for having me on. It's a lot of fun. We love what you do and we love yeah. your energy and keep being <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I try, I try. But yeah, so yeah, definitely. But it, get on Instagram, then you can see my cards. I'm releasing one a month right now. So okay, it's, feel free you know, to plug all soon. your information. Yeah, yeah, plug all your information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, you know what? It's Stardust Wanderer Tarot on all the things. Okay, like all every realm of the imagination. Really cool. I really love your. That's Instagram. where I'm at. Your Instagram is beautiful. Yeah, I love thank it. You, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm on YouTube too. I have the YouTube, same name, website, Stardust Wanderer Tarot. And then, like I said, I'm also a part of the Cartomancer magazine. I'm live there every uh, Monday. And also, I do some interviews over there. I just did a really cool interview with Fiona Horn who is, she's like super famous in Australia. She's like written like 19 books or something. So I had an interview with her and that was a lot of fun. And you know, I, I post for them too. So like their Instagram is like my Instagram, like over there. <laughs> like I, I post more like magazine stuff over there, but I'm also, I'm in pretty much every issue. I'm in the June issue. I'm just talking about uh, the difference between, you know, cards and stuff like that. And one of the cards, actually, one of my favorite decks, it's a pride deck. And I see I changed my background for pride. Love it. <laughs> I, I always love this one. I'm always so excited about it. <laughs> so that is super cool, too. So if you want to check that out and just see some of my mind ramblings in the magazine, that's there, too. And there's a website, the Cartomancer magazine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so this was a lot of fun. Thanks a lot, guys. Thank You're you welcome. for coming on. Yeah, thank you so much. All right. Well. You guys have a great day. You too. You too. You too. Great. Bye. Bye. When I got my reading done, it was quite recently in late April of this year. I decided to do the tea leaf reading that she offers because I've never had one of those done before. And I was very intrigued by it because it low-key reminds me of Madame Trelawney from Harry Potter. <laughs> I, wanted that. <laughs> I wanted that experience in my real life. <laughs> the first thing that she saw in my cup was a dog, which she said, oh, and by the way, my cup was so cute. I really loved it. It was like a cup of stars. And if you don't know, that's my whole aesthetic. So anyways. <laughs> she said that that means loyalty and companionship and she mentioned that I have a solid group of friends and we're very loyal and good for each other and that we're going to be traveling with each other a lot this year particularly in the summer so you two are my only friends so I guess you're pretty solid yes 
Thank you. Thank you. Do I even count as a friend? I'm your biological sister. Yeah, because you could be my sister and I can completely fucking hate you. So that's fair. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. So you count, honey. I don't know how much traveling we're going to be doing this summer, though, because Sissy's just got a job. I mean, we're going up home a couple times. We love weekend trips. Yeah. Weekend trips are clutch. And we're going to go to Salem this September. And it's official because the Airbnb is booked. Yeah, it is. (laughs) It's it's real. It's happening, booze. I'm excited. Me too. Booze takes Salem. Bobby, you can get your first tarot deck in Salem. Yes. Maybe I will. Ooh. Ooh. This year, she also said that one of my friends, one of you two, looking at one of you two, is going to be going through a rough time this summer, and I'm going to be the one that helps them through it. So which one of you is it going to be? Please decide now so I can prepare. I don't know. I swear fucking Lord up above if it is me. I'm not okay. I mean, um, I don't want it to be me, but I don't want it to be Emily either, but things are going pretty good for me, so I wouldn't be surprised if it was me. Things are not going very well for me right now. <laughs> Maybe she misread it and it's we're helping you with something. I'm just kidding, guys. I'm okay. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm making a PowerPoint of my 13 reasons. <laughs> Can you elaborate on that a little bit more so the listeners don't turn you into the police? So, yeah, they're going to be like, we're mandated reporters. She's on suicide watch. <laughs> Literally. Essentially. Wait, are we all going to do one of that or no? I think I want to. I think to. we all should. I don't have the time for this. <laughs> I've even made my first one. I'm working on my first one right now, and then I'm planning my second one, so I don't have time for a third. We have these little PowerPoint parties every time we hang out that we actually just recently started it. But anyways, mine, I think Emily came up with this idea, or I don't know who it was, but one of us came up with the idea that we should make a PowerPoint of 13 Reasons. <laughs> like, if you've ever seen the show 13 Reasons Why, you know where this is going. <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> basically 13 reasons why you would unalive yourself yeah <laughs> so <laughs> that's not funny it's and we're not, not condoning we're not or making it, fun of it it's just our self-deprecating how, listen this is how i deal with my trauma okay <laughs> so essentially <laughs> we're making powerpoints or i am making powerpoints of 13 reasons why i would unalive myself <laughs> care to give a, do you care to give us a few examples of this Hang Just on, so me... the listeners know. What, what's what's your first reason? I'll pull it up. No, I can't do the first one because that one's embarrassing. I don't want to do that one. Oh, no. <laughs> Wait, now the crew is interested. By crew, I mean uh, Amber, Abby, and Benji are interested now. And Dad. <laughs> and Jaffa. <laughs> okay, well, the one reason I had was, I can't say the names, but when one of my ex-boyfriends gave me a lap dance <laughs> The bonfire. <laughs> that needs to be explained. <laughs> needs to be explained. Essentially, Brooke was at a bonfire with me and my best friend from high school. And we were sitting there and her boyfriend was there. And Ashley and I were talking about Magic Mike because I had just seen it or something. He was like, and, oh, and I'll I Magic like, Mike you. And I was like, oh, that shit was so hot when they were dancing on the girls and stuff. And he looked at Brooke and went, I can do that. And I was like, bet you can. And then he literally started giving Brooke a lap dance in the middle of a bonfire. And like, 
was the most comical thing ever because it was terrible and he was fully clothed, but he was trying so hard. Meanwhile, I'm sitting there like, no, please do not. <laughs> and then afterwards, the- my favorite part was afterwards when he tried to set out the fire with his Mountain Dew and he was like, I'm a fire, I'm a firefighter. <laughs> he was like, I'm, I'm a volunteer firefighter. <laughs> my, like, favorite yeah, part, my favorite part was Brooke didn't really even like this kid that much <laughs> and like she just was like dating him to date him like she I was lonely really about him <laughs> this is Good why time. I do not date anymore guys <laughs> <laughs> exhibit number probably three <laughs> anyways she said that she sees I've been laying a lot of groundwork with social media stuff And that I need to stick with it because it's going to pay off if I'm consistent with it. She saw a dragon, which she said means that I have a fiery personality, but she also saw a little bit of self-doubt in me. And if I can work through that, my fiercer side will come out and I'll be able to speak my mind more. Which I think I've been speaking my mind a little bit more lately. I've been getting a little crazy with my... No comment. (laughs) (laughs) She saw a... Spiral, which she said was really cool and unique because it means that essentially if I continue on the path that I am, I'm going to be able to come into my power and will really be moving towards completing my goals. And then at the end, she pulled a card from the Witches of Legend Oracle deck and she pulled Morgan Le Fay for me. She said that Morgan is a dark Irish goddess and I should do more research into her and do some shadow work with her. And yeah, that was pretty cool. I really liked that. Lastly, she said that I need to set three goals and work towards them and that even if something seems scary, I should say fuck it and do it anyways. Motto. We see how well that worked out for me last week. (laughs) (laughs) We're not going to talk about that. If any of our listeners are a single 30-year-old man looking to mingle, hit up Brooke. If you play guitar, that adds extra points to you too. Okay. Yeah. If you play guitar too, that can be it. Really, oh, all I'm asking for is that you're nice to me. Like, l- the oh. bar is so fucking low. So I was able to do a tarot reading with Jen in March of 2020, just before the pandemic, you know, fucked up everybody's life. Uh, I can honestly say she had the, <laughs> she had the best <laughs> energy and she was super kind. I felt comfortable during my whole reading. She was very good at explaining and making sure I understood everything she was saying because we all know I'm a tad bit on the slow side. Stop it. (laughs) You are not. (laughs) She talked to me about my career and said that I would most likely work for myself down the road and that is still the plan, hopefully, for one day. My fingers are crossed. Please, Lord Jen, help me. She just... Described how I had been feeling lately, which was kind of creepy because it felt like she was in my head describing it all because I'd actually been feeling down and kind of lost career-wise, life-wise. She explained to me how within the next year I'd be coming into my own skin and boy, was she right. I plan on scheduling another session with her in the near future. I'm actually very interested in the tea leaf reading. that. Yeah, it was really cool. 10 out of 10 would recommend. So my first introduction to tarot was in October of 2017. I was invited to a psychic medium tarot reading party at my old boss's house. At this party is where I met Reverend Corby Mitlead. And Which we talked about her in our psychic episode too, didn't we? Yes. A little bit, yeah. And if I've ever seen a person that I thought was like psychic medium tarot, like she envisioned that like what they would look like, like the ga- like the gown, like the velvety like purple. And she had like a robe thing over it and she had all this jewelry rings on and stuff like that. 
was very interesting. I went in not really knowing what tarot was, so I wasn't really sure what to expect. I mean, what can you learn from cards? The answer I got was apparently a whole lot. I do not remember exactly what tarot reading I was given. I just know she gave me a month-to-month reading for the year of 2018. It's called something special, but I don't remember what it was. I will only tell you about the month she got scarily accurate. In March 2018, she told me I was going to have a health scare, and I ended up having a tumor. And In April, she told me I was going to have a surgery to have it removed, which I did. In May, she told me I would be expecting some family health issues, and that is the month my dad started going downhill health-wise. In July, she told me uh, you'll be going back to school to finish your degree, and I did end up going back to finish my CDA for infant and toddler teaching. So do you think that overall that reading was like, I mean, obviously she was accurate with some stuff, but do you think that that could have just been like, I don't know how to... Well, the way she was like... Do you think it was like a coincidence or no? Um, well, the way she was like health there and she's like, and my stomach hurts because that's where my tumor thing was, my mm-hmm. stomach. So I don't know that that was weird to me. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I think it was yeah, cool. Was yeah. Do we want to go into our final thoughts about tarot? Yeah. yeah. yeah Emily, what is your thoughts on tarot? I'm going to be quite honest. I still don't really know. I've never really got my cards read like my new co-worker likes tarot and she pulled a card for me the other day at lunch what'd it say i don't really remember it was like pregnant no (laughs) god um it was something about how there's something happening in my life that i'm not the happiest with but i'm gonna push through it anyway until something better comes along i don't know which your job i mean it kind yeah literally because i low-key was like kind of upset about my new job but I don't know it just the whole idea of it I think there's a lot of people who do it and aren't legit and then there's people like yeah. Jen who actually like are real mm-hmm. and I think those people who aren't legit tarnish the whole yeah category. like all the TikTok tarot readers and the Etsy ones yeah. that charge yeah, like exactly. like Jen was saying if someone is charging like an extreme amount of money do not fall for that right Brooke what are your thoughts on tarot? I think it's cool and I want to learn more and I want to be a tarot reader. <laughs> yes. I think it's so cool. I agree with you. Bobby, what are your thoughts on the matter? I think there's still so much more to it. I don't understand or like know, but I think it's, it's so cool. I would, I would love to learn more. So mm-hmm. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, it is a lot. And like she was saying, there is so many different decks and everything. So it's kind of like hard. Mm -hmm. But I liked what she was saying about following intuition. Yeah. Because I feel like I've been trying to do more of that lately too. Mm. I don't know how well that's going out for me, but. (laughs) (laughs) Emily, would you get your cards read? I think it depends on how much it is, honestly. Mm. The thing is, though, with this kind of thing is I feel like they're telling me how I should, like, live my life. Like, when we did our psychic reading and Mark was like, you need to move to a big city. Like, that's where I see you. I'm like, I literally was, like, looking at jobs in big cities and looking for apartments. Like, I am that kind of person where if somebody says something like that, I'm like, oh, I must have to do it because they see it. So it's going to happen. And Mm -hmm. I think that can be really toxic. And I just know from my personality, it it probably wouldn't lead it. Because with my feelings with that, like. I'm a big believer and if something is going to happen, it's going to happen and uh, you shouldn't like mess with it and try to rush it quicker than it, it's going to be. Yeah, I agree. So I see like where you're coming from with that. He said that and then you were kind of like, yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to rush it. And if it wasn't meant to be at this time, then you kind of pushed it. 
and it didn't need to be pushed if that makes sense i don't know if that made a lot of sense my brain is like jumbled right now yeah <laughs> we got a lot of information in the last hour and a half <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but oh she gave some great answers and mm-hmm. i love her i want to be her best friend yes go follow her on instagram everybody now yes or else just kidding that'll be added to my 13th reason list if you <laughs> oh so that'll Fail. be on that'll be on you welcome to your tape booze <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh on that note what are your thoughts on tarot do you believe in it? Did we miss anything? We would love to hear from you. So please DM us. Don't forget to give us a follow on Facebook and Instagram at boo.busters.podcast. Also, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. While you're at it, tell a friend. Tell them to hop on the Boo Crew train. Choo-choo. <laughs> I was like, fuck, am I going to have to do it? <laughs> also, thank you again to Jen for joining us today. We really appreciated it. Yes. Bye. Bye. Yes, finger snaps, Jim. Bye. Benji finger snaps. I can't do it. I can't snap. That's my fatal flaw. (laughs) Bye. Bye.